Many doctors and specialists recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they are scientifically proven to provide your body benefits. Inside eat thousands of nutrients known as phytos. They help to keep your cells strong and healthy. For years, scientists have isolated certain phytochemicals, creating artificial vitamins. But phytochemicals need to work together, and isolating them can have harmful effects. Only by eating whole fruits and vegetables can you get all the phytochemicals working together in harmony. At Balance of Nature, we understand this. That is why we use whole, natural produce in our products, providing your body with all the nutrition it needs on a daily basis. See why people all across the world are taking Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751 and get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Well, I'm well past the tinfoil hat stage. I need a good helmet for the banging my head against the wall stage. The Kate Deli Show starts now. Create chaos. More than chaos. War. Fear. Fear. Brutal. Total. I'm done trying to win over people's hearts. We can work with fear. That's right. We don't submit to terror. We make the terror. That was off of uh, House of Cards. Remember that show before Kevin Spacey was outed? Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of truth in that statement right there that he made. Mooch. Ouch. Uh, Welcome back to the show. And last hour on a Monday Live, uh, this week we'll have Judy Mikovits. I have a sheriff coming on the show to tell you um, how how he helped his own county. And so many great guests for you this week. I will be uh, hosting the fourth hour of Alex Jones' show tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, a lot of things happening. The video that I made about what happened to my husband um, is out and on about 700 thousand views right now in a week so it went it went pretty viral I'm getting messages uh, hundreds a day and uh, I'm getting messages from all over the world and all I want to say is is that we have to as a public uh, help the hospitals to change the protocols under which they were given by the CDC to deal with everything called COVID. COVID pneumonia, COVID flu, COVID cold, COVID hemorrhoids, COVID everything. I mean, my gosh, everything is COVID, right? And so there, I, you know, there's a money trail there and a horrific protocol. And we must fight to help the hospitals actually to change that protocol. And so more people that know about it, the better. It, COVID is not killing people it's the protocol and that's what people need to know so please get that video it's 20 minutes it's into the hands of those you love so that if you have somebody in the hospital you can actually or 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 you you might have somebody in the hospital make sure that you know what to do to save their lives and to help them because the hospitals feel like i think they can't walk away from this from this narrative they're told what to do and it's in this 341 page protocol from the cdc and they can't do much about it so um or they think they can't do it they need to stand up to it more and do some more research and homework because i found that they're not doing either one of those things um when i was in there but 
Uh, I have Investigator Dave on, and we're going to be talking a little bit about Afghanistan, and he's got some very interesting thoughts about this. Cannot wait to share these with you because a lot of people are talking about Afghanistan. I do find it interesting, to tell you the truth. Oh, somebody just asked me how to get the video. Uh, uh, go to uh, go to radio.com show info. You can get the video there to share, or you can go to Rumble or YouTube under Kate Daly Show, and you'll find it. Um, so Afghanistan is particularly interesting that it dropped the same week voter fraud was supposed to be talked about. That's the first thing. The second thing is the media is giving this story about all of the, the, it's always the, it's the Afghans now that are clinging to helicopters and planes that are, are, it's, it's all about, you know, we can't leave it like this. Uh, we created this huge hot mess and then we leave it like this. And I do find it interesting that we're talking about how we're leaving in such an awful way rather than should we have been there for 20 years and why are we still there? So it's kind of interesting how the media can change the conversation in a, in a hot minute. Um, but I have investigator Dave on with me. He has a background in LAPD for a long period of time and and uh, and also has a background um, as a private investigator and overall good guy and history buff. So and welcome to the, pro- the program, investigator Dave. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Kate. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. And so I love some of your thoughts on this. Uh, We've been chatting about this, and I cannot wait for you to kind of bring some things into focus. Do you feel like they're trying to provoke us to stay there? Because that is one thought today. You know, are they trying to get us in there with an even heavier presence now? Because I know we have a lot of, of poppy fields there, and I know that there's there's a there's a reason maybe for 20 years that we've been there. So do you want to address that? I know that there are, yes, there are agencies and there are interests that want us to stay there mm-hmm. um, for, for sure. But, to, you know, did you know there's German and Canadian and British troops there? And they're really upset that we're leaving. So many of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get their people out and everything else. And um, there's everybody's the whole world is surprised that they took over so fast. But I'm not. <laughs> I didn't think you, you would be. <laughs> I didn't. I don't mean to laugh because it's not a laughing situation, but it's just. It. I swear they use the same playbook over and over again. So give us your thoughts on on this. Well, first, we have to get a little background on Afghanistan. Okay. Okay. Afghanistan is a huge country. Well, pretty darn big. It's as big as France, bigger than France, and it's not so mountainous. The the terrain is inhos- totally inhospitable. The weather is unforgiving and unpredictable. They've got all these tribes, probably scores and scores of different tribes, because of the valleys and the mountains, and they're they're mostly isolated from each other. They speak about uh, at least seven different languages in there. Um, yeah, you know, Persian is the most spoken, but Pashto mm-hmm. and some of these other languages, and 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 it's just it's you cannot conquer one area. Are you there? Yes. You can't take just one area and expect to take the countries. If you take Kabul or Kabul, then you've only got that certain valley and area around there and a few of the tribes that are close. But you you can't do that. And even the tribes that are close to Kabul, you know, you you can't conquer them because all they got to do is just go across the border to Pakistan. Right. And uh, back back and forth and back and forth. And you can, and you can't go into Pakistan. And Pakistan is really kind of supporting those troops giving them food and everything else, and all they got to do is walk across the border back. It's, it's just impossible. And I'll explain to you 
Uh, can I go back in history please, a little bit? Please, please do. Yeah, context is, is important. Yes, 1839, England went in there. And uh, because they were worried about Russian expansion, and they were tr- worried about you know them getting too far into the Middle East, so England said, "All right, we'll take Pakistan, and that'll kind of inhibit them, right?" Right. And so they, they sent twenty thousand troops in there, in 1839, and they lasted for about three years. And mm. uh, after they had some negotiators that were there, and after three years, the negotiators were killed. And then the British were surrounded in Kabul, and they formed a little garrison, a fortified garrison there in 1842 uh, with uh, about 5,000 British troops and a bunch of civilians that were with them, wives, children, and other civilians, translators, and they were completely surrounded. They couldn't get out, and this was the wintertime. So they finally negotiated with the tribes that were around them, the, the Afghani tribes, said, can we finally get out of here? Just let us let us leave. And they said, okay, we'll let you leave. Um, about 90 miles away, there's a, you know, you can get into Pakistan. And so they said, okay. And so what happened was they got caught in outside. Mm-hmm. And the weather, the mountains, and then the tribes attacked them. And they were literally wiped out. 16,000 British were killed. Hmm. The whole the whole thing. This was at a time in the world when the East India Tea Company had their own army, right. and the British could, could go anywhere they want. They were literally taking over the world. Uh, everybody felt, but not in Pakistan, okay? They were just uh, completely wiped out, and... Uh, Somewhere between uh, probably 5,000 troops plus civilians, wives, children, and camp followers were all killed. Hmm. One guy escaped. Hmm. Only one surgeon general guy escaped on a wounded horse. He managed to get to Pakistan. They thought that they might have let him go because they could warn everybody else, don't come in here. Interesting. As an example, England, you know, one of the most powerful armies in the world at the time was totally wiped out by these tribes. Mm. Uh, it, it's just crazy. Um, and it, so it was mostly in this narrow pass. They tried to fight them off, but they couldn't. And the ones, they were just torn to pieces. So in mm. the middle of January, they were all killed. So um, this guy, Bryden, he was the last guy to be able to survive. And uh, that was his name. And uh, and it, what he, they wanted to do is discourage, the, the tribes wanted to discourage anybody else from challenging them or they'd meet the same fate. Hmm. And so this is the way it went up until eight, 1979. Right. And then Russia decided that they were going in. They had a 10-year war with them, back and forth and back and forth, but they could never... I mean, Russia used some pretty, that was right. still under communism, and they used some pretty violent and virulent tactics here, uh, bombs and, uh, you know, just really doing slaughter, trying to get people to, to stay on their side, or at least to be conquered and, and accept Russian rule. They wouldn't. And, of course, we gave them, you know, stinger, stinger missiles to the uh, tribes, and uh, 
they shot down a bunch of Russian aircraft, and Russia finally decided, oh, it's just, we can't do this. And they left, and it was a disaster for Russia. They had to leave and leave a lot of military hardware. One of the problems about the Afghanis is all these tribes, like America, they're all armed. Mm. They've all got guns. Sure. They all got guns. And uh, I guess that's uh, people say that that's why Yamamoto and uh, Tojo wouldn't invade America yeah. because they were during World War II Hallelujah. because we all had guns. Hallelujah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, Lord. Same, same kind of a thing there in mm. Afghanistan. Interesting. Now, one of the advantages, though, mm-hmm. is that because they're all tribal, they're not united. <clears throat> they can unite on certain things like foreign invaders and things like that. But even before we went in <clears throat> and before the Russians went in, mm-hmm. you got your nor- you got your northern tribes and your northern alliance, they call it, or northern tribes mm-hmm. are more freedom loving. Okay. They're not so much Taliban. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in fact, they're more for independence. But the nice thing it is, is they are kind of on the north uh, by Turkmenistan, Tajikistan. And uh, so it makes it harder for the, some people are worried that well, now that the Taliban have taken over all of Afghanistan and they're going to spread over the world. And, uh, and a couple, We're being a couple told of that. their... Yeah. Yeah. Mark, yeah, uh, Mark Milley, the general Mark Milley was telling people that we were, oh, we're going to get them over here. They're going to be creating all doing all kinds of, of terrorist activities. And what do we do? We lose constitution, con- God given constitutionally protected liberties when this happens. And so just the mere threat. So that's why I played that opening clip is terror sells and it sells against our, our liberty. And that's exactly what they're trying to do with this. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, that's one of the things that I'm kind of concerned about is they may use this as another fear factor yes. in America. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, reason. you've got your vaccines and you got your, mm-hmm. you we're going to be tying that in. We're going to be right back. Uh, we got to go to a break, but we're going to, we're going to bring vaccines into this conversation with Afghanistan. Just watch, just to stay with us, stay with us more with investigator Dave. When we come back, this is the Kate Daly show. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what MyPillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive my pillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. 
Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Good night, Saigon. Is it a Saigon moment from 1975? Like Duke Pesta said, this is more of an embarrassment than 1975. Uh, this is pretty bad. Uh, what's going on there? And is, is it also changing the conversation, too, um, so that we're not talking about why, we're, why we've been there for 20 years and why we need to stay? And the conversation we're having is about how we're leaving. And that is kind of interesting to see how they distract over that. Um, in fact, uh, my guest is Investigator Dave. Of course, he's been on the show since pretty much the beginning, and I'm always grateful for Dave uh, and what he thinks. He's a history major and spent a lot of years in law enforcement and uh, has quite the background. So we'll listen to him and then also get over to MyPillow.com. You know, all of this Afghanistan stuff broke the exact same time that we're supposed to be talking about all the voter fraud that was uh, that, that people now understand happened from Mike Lindell's symposium. And so I always find it interesting when they try to co-op the headline. And of course, they're doing it with voter fraud. We were cooed as a country, but nobody wants to talk about it. And so uh, here we are, and Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, support this show, support us telling the truth, support him telling the truth, and have some great products with 66% off. That's pretty amazing, you guys. All you have to do is use the code Kate, and you can support everything, plus get amazing products up to 66% off. My gosh, why are you not doing it? So that is huge. Uh, Make sure you go to MyPillow.com. And put up the code Kate, please. I'm asking. Um, and we need it. So there you go. Um, so uh, mypillow.com and uh, support Mike, the MyPillow guy, and uh, support this show and get great products. Sheets and towels are amazing off the hook. You'll love them. And the down comforter is amazing. The investigator Dave, we were talking um, when we just left that break to to talk about, okay, are we being, do they want to stay in Afghanistan? Are they, are they doing it this way? So the Taliban, of course, which we kind of aid in a bed, I think, just like we did ISIS with matching white outfits and tennis shoes and Toyota trucks. Um, so are we doing this intentionally? We left them the equipment. Are we going, is this to facilitate us back over there with a bigger presence and of course we have the drug trade uh the poppy fields that nobody ever talks about so what's your take on this and let's even talk mm-hmm. about vaccines in this mix too because believe me there's a there's a kind of a, a an interesting thought here but go ahead yeah who's to gain from this and who's losing mm. and i've and, and and there are winners and there are uh, losers in this whole thing um the winners just just offhand i think I remember reading several articles and talking. I, I follow Russia quite a bit, and Putin really complained about the poppy fields down there in the Afghanistan because he right. doesn't want drugs coming into Russia, and and he was doing his best to inhibit all drugs coming in, and so those poppy fields, 
when uh, when the Taliban took back over Afghanistan, it looks like they've taken the whole thing by now. The very first town, the capital that they took was Zaranj. And Zaranj is right on the border with Iran. It's in southwest uh, Pakistan there. It's considered a, like a wild west town. It's um, tremendous amounts of trade, and it's where the opium and stuff, where right. a lot of it was sent, about 40% of it was sent across the border into Iran and, and, and into other drug traffickers from there. And so they wanted to capture that. And, and it, like I say, it was the first capital they took. Um, and so I, but the thing about the opium trade, you, you, you understand, we all understand that the CIA is the one that ran the trade out of Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, they, they organized it. They, they had our military protect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they were running it and making a lot of money. But where's the money now? Hmm. Pfizer has over, the last I read a month and a half ago, five billionaires yeah. who run Pfizer have now made billions off of the Pfizer trade, the vaccines. Moderna has 12 billionaires that have made money off of the vaccine. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And now Pfizer is asking for X. They want to raise the price on their vaccines. What we're talking about is a tremendous amount of money. And it's coming from the feds and elsewhere, uh, some pharmaceuticals and elsewhere. The tremendous amount of money is going into the vaccines trade. You don't, it really inhibits in a way the opium trade right why do you need so much opium and go through so much trouble when you can get so many people in the united states and for after the whole world in fact to just start taking the vaccines and the money will roll in mm-hmm. and it's just rolling in like crazy and so it is superseded i think it's going to supersede the opium trade yeah now, that's you know, interesting of course the opium makers that and the smaller ones, not the, the ones run by the CIA, but some of the smaller ones are going to keep doing that because some people like opium. But the major thrust of this, I think, now is going to go to vaccines, yeah. uh, quote, unquote, vaccines. It's not really a vaccine. The, the jabs and the money-making there rather than the opium trade. That's an interesting thought. Uh, well, you ever look in the news anymore and you say, oh, Opium's about heroin here and heroin there. You don't even see that anymore. No, you're right. And the shift of the wealth. I mean, if you if you can jump ship and go to, um, because there's a lot of ways that losing wars make money, okay? And we can talk about that with the CAI, mm-hmm. which is the CIA, but the CAI um, orchestrating a lot of things and getting heavily funded over in Afghanistan. But at the same time, you're making the point that, hey, if you jump ship and you say, well, that's yesterday's wealth, the new wealth obviously is in vaccines because if they can mandate these, they could have 300 shots a year, right? And so, hey, you know, we wouldn't get a say in it if they can do this. And so 300 shots a year, don't put it past them that they would do that. They've got 75 more in the works, 75 more in animal studies. I mean, you name it, they've got, and I'm calling them vaccines, even though they're not. They're not vaccines. These are gene gene therapy shots and whatever else they're putting in them. But holy cow, that's an interesting thought of the shift of wealth. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. And now they're talking about boosters. Yeah. Gotta have boosters. 
and everything else. Interesting thing, though, Kate, in every city that the Taliban has taken over, mm-hmm. they have prohib- prohibited vaccines. Hmm. Okay, that's a little. <laughs> in Afghanistan. That's a little strange. Yeah, that's a little yeah. strange. And uh, the CIA, the CAI is one of the largest, most powerful non-governmental organizations operating operating everywhere, everywhere in the world. And it's a pillar mm-hmm. of, um, well, it kind of comes out of uh, Chevy Chase, Maryland. <laughs> anyway, so if anybody wants to understand that part of it, but. Afghanistan is is by far and away the country where Creative Associates uh, Inc. projects have secured the most funding combined combined with the Iraq enterprise. This is coming from Whitney Webb. The uh, company has raked in over uh, half a billion dollars worth of government contracts. So she said, you know, here we have uh, the situation where even losing wars makes money. If you go into the D.C. area in Virginia and Maryland suburbs, these are all types of companies that exist because of the war and the development industry got very wealthy over it right and the whole gift uh, grift of it was simply breathtaking and here we have a situation where it, even if they don't want us over there in in a, in a more powerful stance over there than we ha- than we have had the last 20 years what they're doing is saying Taliban's out of control. Oh, yeah, whoops, they got our equipment. Uh-oh. Oh, but they're out of control and reigning terror, which would lead to more wars in all kinds of different places. So even if it doesn't stay in Afghanistan and maybe be the safeguard for the poppy fields at the same time, at least, you know, they're, they're going to take this t- uh, terror Taliban, because they don't have ISIS anymore, uh, take this terror Taliban and make them the terror group that leads us back over to the Middle East in all kinds of areas. Correct. Possible? Correct. And what you've got is now, um, and they're saying it, but I don't know if it's, it's, I think it's going to be propaganda, that ISIS-type people and uh, all your radical Islamic people, now that the Taliban have taken over and we're not there, they can set up training camps there, and they will encourage all these people to come in, and then from there, distribute right. themselves around the world right. and cause trouble. And so it, it, it's great if you want to foment another fear. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Creative Associates, I can't believe the CIA went ahead and named it the CAI. Anyway, just sw- swap a couple letters. How creative is that? Um, but they yeah. secured a number of lucrative lucrative contracts in the reconstruction of, 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 of these uh, areas, right, where we have even these losing wars, right, where we can't figure out where we are. And they're over the writing and printing of textbooks, training teachers and administration, all of these things. And what's amazing is in Afghanistan, they purged any mention of the past few decades of Afghan history or the Taliban from its textbooks, and you can't buy that kind of control. I mean, wow. They're, they're doing a lot of things there, too, that are heavily controlled. And I, I think that yeah. memo is not getting out as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's not total chaos there. You have people that are controlling and working, I think, internationally, too, mm-hmm. um, yeah. to, to maintain this fear, to get the, what they want out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things is before we went in there, <clears throat> the word was, and the, 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 all the news media, you know, they're, all the women have to wear head to toe, uh, you know, can only expose their eyes, and they're, they can't be mm-hmm. go to hospitals, and they can't go... Uh, you know, the schools, and they can't do anything, and which is probably true in some of the tribes there. 
certainly not the Northern Alliance, but some of the tribes there, I'm sure, did yeah, that sure. and made it made it very, very difficult. Uh, they love uh, the pedophilia with boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the makes me which sick. Sickens me like like and you know oh. it does, but it's just part of their tribal culture. But there they are, in a way, among the people. It's easy to spread, uh, not panic, but uh, uh, rally the people mm-hmm. to a certain cause mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. It's very, very easy. And so the Afghan army, which is basically just eating, and, and they were very soft. They had, they're not nationalists in a way that the Taliban is. Right. And I won't say nationalists, I'll say tribalists. But you get enough tribes together, and you can call them nationalism if you want. But these people are very, very tight in these tribes. And the army just wasn't there, nor was ours. Hmm. Our guys, you know, well, I'm stationed there. I've got to, you know, protect. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't that we were there for a cause, a just cause. It was just to be there. And and I'm a historian. And when you look out throughout history, it doesn't matter what it is, those people that believe in themselves and their nation or their cause, you know, even minorities, they always come out ahead. They wear down the opponent. It just it works that way. And uh, so I, I knew right. that if we pulled out, I know I heard Biden say, oh, no, the armies, there's 100,000 men or something mm-hmm. like that. They'll be able to hold them off. Don't worry. I'm thinking, uh-uh, no way. Oh, no way. Gosh. Uh, oh. it, it didn't happen to the British. It yeah. didn't happen to the Russians. He's a, happen to us. Biden's a, a bucket of sand with eyeballs. I mean, the guy, he's a puppet. He's a puppet of the people doing yes, all of is. these actions. Be right back with Investigator Dave on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Saigon, Billy Joel, what a song. Um, let me just say this too. You know, I, I worry about, just like the song said, I worry about our soldiers used as collateral damage in this and all the more reason to question what we're doing and why. And when they do things in our name, that we would never go along with. And they use excuses to emotionally manipulate us into agreeing with some of the military acts we're doing. We have to recognize and call them out on that and not be so quick to go along with whatever whatever manipulative tactic they say to get us to go along with it, which is usually emotional. That's why I said that. And I, and I don't want our good troops, our courageous troops to be used in this way as collateral damage. It's not fair. Uh, to them and they're doing what's right and and they're 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 right there because we're supposed to be defending our freedoms well 
when you think about Afghanistan and you think about the drug trade and the poppy fields and everything else, and, and no one can ever come to the conclusion of actually why we're there for 20 years, they don't want anyone talking about any of that. What they do want you talking about, though, is how we're leaving. And I actually think they left in a hot mess on purpose, on purpose, that this is theater. So, Dave, please, please keep going, because I, I think this is so important. Well, Dave, uh, Investigator Dave's on the show, by the way. Okay. And uh, I left the Army in 1972, and uh, I was, you know, I was very, very lucky. They sent half my company to Vietnam and and kept me back. Um, But if I'd have gone, it wouldn't have been a full-year term anyway, because did you ever see those videos of of us leaving Saigon? Yes, I think it's kind of been printed in everyone's brains. Mm -hmm. From the embassy, jumping on the yeah, helicopters right. and trying to get out, and people screaming, and uh, we were pushing them off the, you know, the the, the landing gear of the mm-hmm. helicopters, mm-hmm. trying to get in the air. Right. And it was, and the Viet Cong was right behind them, right. pushing and, and taking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I think it's imprinted on everyone's brains. I mean, honestly, when I say theater, I don't mean it's not happening. I mean it's happening, but it was caused to happen. That's a different. That's the difference. This was caused to happen, and I think a lot of people are seeing similarities. Uh, are you there, Dave? I'm talking with Investigator Dave, and uh, um, I, he might have dropped. <laughs> of course. That would happen. Okay, Dave, are you back? Yeah, I okay. didn't touch it. I know. It happens all the time. <laughs> what can I say? Gosh, it's annoying. It's just annoying now. Yeah. Um, so so when I say theater, I don't mean it's not happening. I mean that it was caused to happen. And what you're talking about is, yeah, there's a similar scene that played out in Saigon, although we never learn lessons here. I, 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 I don't think we ever learn much as a general public. Uh, people on the show yeah. get it, but I don't think outside of this. Well, when I watched us trying to leave Afghanistan and that C-14 trying to take off and the people jumping on the wheels and surrounding the landing gear and running in front of it, not allowing it to take off, you know, trying to right, take right, some, right. some refugees out of there, mm-hmm. it was the same kind of a thing. But what I'm thinking is the Viet Cong and the tribes of Afghanistan have that same internal a morality or desire is nationalism, call it, or tribalism, or the mm-hmm. unity, you know, mm-hmm. to get us out, to just get us out and let them. And it's an interesting kind of thing, and it goes good or bad. Yeah, um, depending now, on who's in control. In Vietnam now, it's, it's kind of good because of the great trading company, I mean country, and uh, they're kind of anti-Chinese and everything is much better there. I and the Taliban, I think what you've got here is because we have been there for 20 years and we have brought education and we have brought industrialization and trade, I think that the Taliban is not going to be this time as strict and hard as they were before we invaded. Hmm. I think there might be some good from the country. Really? Um, let's hope so. Yeah. I'm going to keep an eye on it. I don't know. But I don't think they're going to clamp down the way they did before because they know it's going to inhibit finances, trade, money, and everything else. Yeah. So we'll, we'll I, see. I don't know. We'll I don't. I actually think it's, you know, just like we helped and, and aided and abetted ISIS to become what they were and didn't want anybody to know that. I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that um, 
now we're going to see the new elusive Taliban uh, do some things and that we're kind of shoring that up a little bit. You always have to have a terror mechanism. And when Trump was in, we didn't really have one. We had, we, had, I mean, North Korea, that's out. You know, they used to parade North Korea on stage whenever they needed the big terror, terror pill. And then we had uh, ISIS, and you can't do ISIS, and everyone's tired of ISIS, hearing about ISIS, and know that it's not a threat. But Obama tried really hard to get ISIS on that map. And so with the matching outfits and the Toyota trucks that we gave them. So as far as that goes, to me, I think, well, are they using this as the new terror? Because, of course, when I I heard General Milley, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff say, "Uh, yes, uh, we're going to be seeing more terror attacks now that uh, they've taken over Afghanistan, which really makes no sense, but... (laughs) They're going to be over here in a hot second. They're going to be doing terror attacks. And I'm thinking, oh, no, hold on to your liberty. What are we about to lose now? So I don't know. Well, I, I, I agree with you. They're still going to be easily used as a propaganda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but internally, um, I'm not so sure that, that we're going to be telling the truth. Yeah. So, But we will be using them for a lot of propaganda. Why not? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's terrific. you got to keep people in fear. All the time. Yeah. And what a week to drop it. The same week voter fraud comes out and has the big symposium and all the media is there. (laughs) Not one media outlet's even talking about it. And it should be the biggest story. We were cooed. We were cooed. And no one will say it. That always amazes me. But Uh here we are. So we're talking about, uh, you know, Afghanistan. And there's just I think there's a lot of subplots to this. Um, There's some pieces on Lou Rockwell that are really good about this that go into some depth on this. And Whitney Webb has done a lot of work on this. I I think uh, what we're bringing up is some good directions on this, especially where you were saying follow the money. And now the money is in vaccines. It's not as much in the heroin trade as it is in the vaccines now, especially if they can open the mandate door which would be terrifying. Yeah. So, interesting exactly. point. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's scary. very, very interesting. And so, uh, you know, you got to say, okay, well, who's making the decision to pull out? Yeah. Was it Biden? Or was it the military? Or was it uh, uh, powerful other groups, uh, you know, like CIA and others? Who, who was making those decisions? Well, it's never Biden. Because Biden's the puppet, and it's usually always the CIA. I don't. I can't think of anything good that's ever come out of the CIA since we developed the CIA in the late '40s. Can you? I can't. Th- We've had nothing but turmoil ever since CIA planted its roots. Exactly, I agree with you. Ever since 1947, it's yep. just been. You know, no wonder Truman. Yeah. You know, two years after he signed it, Truman says, "I made the biggest mistake in my life." Yeah, you know, signed signed that CIA. He was so apologetic, and he says, "Who knows what they're going to do?" And it's true; they become an international private army yeah. with unlimited amounts of money. And and and, uh, and by the way, the CAI that I was talking about is interesting because they they provide the front for Blackwater to go in. So I always find that kind of interesting. The different front companies, as they've co opted so many, but um, and and developed and co opted so many, but. That's kind of interesting too. So, what do you, what would you say happens in the next six months? What would be your guess with Afghanistan? Okay, well, yeah, with Afghanistan, uh-huh. the the scare factor will rise. Mm-hmm. Um, it will, will go up. They and, and uh, we're so we're going to get threats. There, there's probably going to be some false flags, some explosions, some uh, shootings, or whatever. There and and around the world. Um, and they're going to blame it on 
uh, a new ISIS. I, I believe that they're going to use a new Islamic threat, and, and they're going to start blaming it on, a, on, a, on them. And it's going to grow, and it's going to be Afghanistan again. Um, so I don't think we're going to go in there anymore. I hope not, but you never know. You never know <laughs> so with I, these I guys. Believe, I do believe in that, and I do believe they will start pushing, of course, you know, on the virus thing. I, I just want to talk about that for a second. Sure. There, I've watched around the world. It, it doesn't matter where, Australia, Greece, New Zealand, Italy, uh, especially Germany and Berlin and, and, uh, and London and elsewhere, France, huge hundreds of thousands of people filling and demonstrating on the streets. No more lockdowns, no more viruses, no more, you know, mandatory this and that. And it's, it's a spreading around the world. The world is waking up, except for the United States. And we are, in a way, but not, it's, it's mostly intellectual. If they ever come over here and say, all right, we're going to have mandatory. They're going to have mandatory in the military, right. but now they're saying, well, wait a minute, you can have religious or psychological exemptions, maybe. I don't know. Same with nurses and other things. They're really hesitant. But if it comes to a mandatory thing, a general mandatory thing in America, that's a line that won't be crossed. Yeah. And uh, I think what you're going to see is finally the people have been, and we're very educated over here, the people that have been watching this, they're right. going to say, uh-uh, this yeah. is not going to happen. It'll either happen through demonstrations and marches, streets being filled uh, more and more. And if they ever try to enforce it, it will be resisted with force. Interesting thought. Wow. You know, something I wanted to bring up, I, I brought up the 341-page CDC protocol that's handed to all the hospitals in the country that they have to follow. And then they also get COVID dollars on top of following this because then everything's COVID, right? And uh, COVID pneumonia, COVID flu, everything. But what's very interesting and hat tip to tie on this, because he's the one that thought of this. Um, uh, so... They didn't, in the very back of the report, they listed all the things that we ended up giving my husband and, and demanding that they give my husband, okay? And it's interesting that of thousands of vitamins, thousands of minerals, they only included the ones that we ended up giving as far as uh, the, the, the little like vitamin A, I'm sorry, not vitamin, vitamin C, vitamin um, D, zinc, you know, just the short list um, of what we ended up giving him because it helps fight, fight in, inflammation. But isn't it interesting how they left out all the thousands of different vitamins and minerals and only went to these certain ones? It's kind of like, I didn't steal the cookie, so don't look in my room where it is. You know what I mean? That kind of mentality. And it was like, hey, yeah, we, we, we went through those, the, the, you know, these few, and those few don't work. Because in the, in the back of the thing, it says insufficient data, don't, don't do these well, why didn't they list thousands of them? Why stick to the ones that we know work for what's going on out there for, for basic pneumonia and basic illness? And I did find that very interesting thought. So had to tie to you because that was an interesting one I hadn't thought of. And they're right. Well, He's right. There was a short list. It was the very short list that we used. So, yeah, yeah there well, we know. Why. Yeah, this is we so planned. Oh, gosh, we know who set up the protocols. Yeah. We know who's behind them, yep. and we know the reason, power, money, control, and uh, all these other things. So he said, we, we know why. We just complain about that they're doing it, and why don't they wake up? Or They're not. Nope. But they may. 
No, the people are going to have to, that people are going to have to go in and and demand that they change the protocol. Maybe that will open eyes. Maybe that will kind of spell out what's going on in America. And uh, right now, uh, people just can't believe that this is going on. But you know what? It is. And it was very eye-opening experience. So we have got to see through the lying. And the COVID lie is just the most enormous one I think they've ever done on the world. So the, the the big thing is getting people to see through it. And once you see through it, then everything else starts to shake out. You start to understand what all they're doing to promote fear. And it's now in several different ways, isn't it? So we got Afghan, we got the Taliban's yeah. coming to get us. And um, you're going to be knocked off by an airborne plague that's not really happening. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing about this is different. When they did the Ebola and uh-huh. the Zika and all, yeah. you know, bird flu and all the other things, they did the same thing as practice runs. Yeah, they but did. those... Those did not have, in effect, I believe, a vaccine that would kill you. Yeah. This one, they set it up. This one is much more dangerous than all those previous ones because this one has, in the end run, world control. Yep. Diminish the population and diminish the population and own what's left. I agree wholeheartedly and, uh, with you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to do it economically. Yep. And they're going to do it politically. Yeah. And and through fear. And, and so the, you're Thank right. You. This one yeah. is worse than all the others. It is. Thank all you, Investigator Dave. I really appreciate you. And uh, thanks for all the insight uh, on Afghanistan, too. Appreciate you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I have a sheriff coming on the show, how he stood for his county. You're going to want to hear this and uh, all kinds of good things. I'm also hosting Alex Jones fourth hour tomorrow. So you can catch that as well. And of course, be faithful, be fearless. Have a good night.